Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mayor Tom Henry Podcast. This is episode number 23, recorded on April 15th, 2019 in downtown Fort Wayne. On today's program, we will be discussing road and neighborhood improvements with a person who knows this topic better than anyone. I'm happy to be joined by Sean Gunawardna, who is Director of the Division of Public Works for the City of Fort Wayne. Sean, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Mayor, and good morning. I do have a number of questions that have come up over the past number of weeks and months, particularly as we enter into construction uh, time. Everybody wants their street done. Everybody wants their sidewalk done, curbs, handicap ramps, you name it. From an infrastructure perspective, everyone has some concerns or needs or wants. Sean, I, but first of all, I know that you, uh, that you grew up in uh, Sri Lanka and attended Purdue University's School of Engineering. I also know that you and your wife have traveled the world. What differences do you notice in transportation around the world? Growing up in Sri Lanka in Southeast Asia, uh, one of the biggest differences there is that um, it's very transit heavy, it's extremely congested, it's very crowded, but even though it's congested, automobile ownership is very limited. So the amount of pedestrians that we have, even though it's very high, a very large majority of them have never owned a vehicle, have never driven a vehicle. Most of them, outside of transit, probably have never been in a vehicle. So that cultural difference in how you design and how you try to accommodate them is very significant. Um, and uh, that's one of the biggest differences I can think of from where I grew up to what uh, what I'm dealing with right now. Here in Fort Wayne, obviously, everybody owns not one, maybe multiple vehicles. And even the pedestrians or the bicyclists or even the people who use transit have at some point been drivers of themselves. Unquestionably, we have been very sensitive to bicycle yeah. traffic in our community. And as a result, you, have, you uh, and your staff have added a number of bicycle lanes. Well, uh, now a new form of transportation is kind of uh, looking at our community as well, and that is the, uh, these new scooters. For those of us who have been around to a number of other cities, I see more and more of these scooters being utilized by pedestrian, well, not pedestrians, but uh, for those who want some type of mobile uh, transportation other than a, uh, a motorcycle or a car, but they don't want to go to the trouble of riding a bicycle, so they're using these scooters. Have we been approached in Fort Wayne about those, or that potential of, of scooter uh, introduction in our community? I believe that uh, many of the many of the uh, companies that do the bike sharing now do the scooters as well, and in fact, uh, the, a couple of the companies that have shown interest in in doing bike share here in Fort Wayne have requested that we adopt both bike and scooter share because they feel that there is a much bigger interest in scooters than there is in bikes. Uh, it kind of gives a whole new. Uh, <laughs> new meaning to active transportation it becomes more of an inactive transportation medium but at the same time you can't deny that there is a lot of interest in it um, it's going to be challenging for us because now uh, 
as, as a transportation professional, we had to make the decision about whether we want these scooters to interact with pedestrians on the sidewalk or with vehicular traffic on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, Unquestionably, that has been a challenge for other communities as well. And yes. the city ordinances in those communities keep changing, trying to reflect changes in, in what's going on with the scooter industry. So, it, And I know that even our own legal staff is looking at, and I think they're working with your department as well, trying to decide maybe we should come up with some type of proactive ordinances and statutes before these scooters get here so we will know how to utilize them once they are in the community. Well, with that being said, I've I've heard you talk about public works being more than just streets and roads, that you look at public space the way the community uses that space and that transportation obviously includes sidewalks, trails, as we mentioned, bike lanes, uh, landscaping, ADA ramps, a number of other components besides just streets and roads and curbs. It really is a, a, com- uh, a complex area. Explain your thoughts on, on all of that and how, uh, how it's changed through the years. So the right away that Excuse me. The right of way that we own is uh, um, the, the, the right of way we own and maintain has historically been viewed as a place where you you know you pave it or you put asphalt or concrete from right of way to right of way and then it accommodates as many vehicles as it possibly can. But we've learned over the years that it does a lot more than that. It conveys uh, um, utility infrastructure, storm water, uh, some aesthetic enhancements, um, and We've learned over the years that people are becoming more and more um, concerned about about the the quality of um, <coughs> the spaces that they either want to work in or they want to live in, and that space is governed primarily by what's in the right of way and how it is in the right of way. Whether it is an aesthetic enhancement, whether it is um, the negative impacts of the automobiles that primarily are designed for. So we've taken a more of a holistic look at how we design um, our, our streets. Uh, first and foremost, based because of the, the fact that we are on the banks of the three rivers, we are in a floodplain. So um, that has to be a concern for us as we see uh, development occur around the city, the impacts of that development has to be mitigated in some fashion. And we do have an opportunity to do that within the right of way. And that is to minimize the carbon footprint by reducing as much of the asphalt or concrete that needs to be there. We don't have to pave every inch of the right of way. We don't have to put concrete on every inch of the right of way. But even with that being said, I get asked a lot, and I know you do as well, and I'm assuming our city council members get asked the same uh, series of questions. How many miles of roads, streets do we have in Fort Wayne? Yeah. We have uh, almost 1,200 centerline miles of road. Almost 1,200 miles of streets and roads in Fort Wayne. And I'm assuming a number of miles of sidewalks as well. We have, we've estimated, we haven't verified every mile, but we we have close to 1,600 miles of sidewalk. 1,600 miles yes. of sidewalk. So it's no wonder that it takes a considerable amount of time 
to go from point A to point Z as far as addressing all of the structural needs in our community, whether it's asphalt or concrete. Well, let me back up for a second. Let's talk about asphalt and concrete. A number of the suburbs around the core of the city are concrete. Mm -hmm. They switched from asphalt to concrete some time ago. I'm assuming because aesthetically it looks nicer than asphalt. I, I don't um, actually, I think the reason for them to go to concrete rather than asphalt was more to do with the fact that concrete is, um, is a rigid pavement mm -hmm. and it can be placed on, on a very um, poor grade. It shouldn't be, but it has been placed on a very poor grade. Unfortunately, the life of the concrete you don't get the full life unless it is poured properly, but you don't see it fail for a little bit longer yeah. than an asphalt yeah. pavement that was placed on poor subgrade. And that's one of the reasons that concrete... So we have a lot of neighborhoods that currently are experiencing some problems with the concrete streets in their neighborhood. And what I hear you saying is that in some cases, not in all cases, right. but in some cases the concrete was poured on inferior ground and as a result the con the life of the concrete has not been fully utilized because it's not on good ground mm -hmm. conversely those neighborhoods where the developers did take the time to properly grade the uh, the dirt and all of that those particular streets theoretically should at, uh, last a lot longer. Am I correct yes. in all of that? Absolutely, yes. Um, and the concrete pavement is also a, a, a lot um, shallower. It's only about, particularly in residential areas, it's only about seven inches deep. If it was asphalt, it would be about 14 inches deep. So asphalt is about 14 inches deep. Yes. Concrete is only about seven, seven inches. inches. Mm -hmm. So theoretically then, and also asphalt is porous, um, asphalt is poured in several layers. You have, you have two, th uh, two structural layers with a waterproof layer on top, and that waterproof layer is a critical layer. Okay. Uh, but the life of asphalt is not supposed to be as long as concrete, right? The surface layer, right. yes. Okay. yes. Oh, let's, let's talk about streets and, and roads in the city of Fort Wayne. For a number of years, we were never in a position to afford to invest a lot of money in our streets and roads because the primary source of revenue was gasoline tax. And we didn't have really any other means of, of uh, investing in our streets and roads. So sometimes that was as little as six or seven million dollars a year. And with all of the miles of streets that you're talking about, we, it never went very far. So every year we would fall back and, and areas would be put in a queue that kept getting longer and longer. However, about five years ago or so, we decided that we were going to get some additional revenue streams flowing into the infrastructure needs. So we were able to convince the state legislature to give us some money. Uh, we, we did, uh, with the help of city council, we did pass an additional tax, which we dedicated to streets and roads. 
and we've been able to invest about 20 or 25 million dollars a year now for the last several years. This year, though, we're going to be investing about 31 million dollars. Uh, what are some of the highlights uh, that we're going to be seeing this summer? So, um, and you're absolutely correct, Mayor. In the past, until 2014, we were not able to invest in in entire neighborhoods when we was when we started looking at um, uh, at rehabilitation of streets. We were we used to do a few blocks of one neighborhood or parts of streets in some neighborhoods, and we never did a comprehensive assessment of all the all the streets that needed to be addressed. Since this. Um, um, the, the investments of uh, up to 2014 uh, and uh, subsequent years has come into play. We've been able to do entire neighborhoods at one time. And now we do have several neighborhoods that are so large, like the Arlington Parks and Pine Valleys, uh, mm -hmm. uh, that are so large that we can, it's taken us several years to get through some of them. Uh, but we've been very fortunate that we can do an entire neighborhood at one time and walk away from there and not have to go back for another 20, 30 years. Well, not only are we addressing the, the needs relative to streets and roads, uh, and again, some of our main corridors, we do cost sharing with the state and the federal government, so that's even more. But we made also made a decision several years ago to increase the number of sidewalks in our community and a lot of that had to do with the fact the school systems had to begin cutting back on the buses because they were limited in the amount of property tax they could get so we decided to build more and more sidewalks connecting neighborhoods to schools mm -hmm. so I know that we're doing a lot more in the area of sidewalks but also we decided to address alleys yeah. which to my knowledge, had never been done. It was always kind of a, a situation where they would patch potholes in some, or they would bring in some stone, uh, really do a Band-Aid approach. But over the past couple of years now, we've been investing in actual renovation and rehabbing of entire alleys. How's that program going? Uh, let me address the alley program first of all because as you said we had never been investing in alleys for as long as we remember and this last year we did over three and a half miles of alleys when you consider that an alley a typical alley segment is only about 450 feet mm -hmm. that's a lot of alleys. that's a lot of alleys. <laughs> a lot of impact we have had on neighbors um, once again it is the the alley has historically been that part of a property that people kind of disregard it's where they throw their trash or leave their trash bin or allow uh, you know to go um, to disrepair but uh, what what we're hoping for and what we're seeing in some instances is that as we invest in these alleys people are beginning to uh, look at the alley as a whole new uh, entryway onto their property mm -hmm. So it's, it's been very exciting to see those kinds of transitions happen with people taking a little bit more pride. Mm -hmm. and, um, I've noticed that too. As you go down some of these new alleys, you're right. More and more people are keeping the areas behind their home a little better groomed. Yes. And uh, they're, they're taking a little better care of their, of their trash bins and their recycling bins. And also, an added benefit to fixing up the alleys, uh, quite frankly, is exactly that, that being able to pick up uh, trash bins and recycling bins by our trash hauler. 
many times they had a very a difficult time getting down these alleys to pick up, and that's one of the reasons why I know we struggled and continue to in some areas. But uh, I think that this is going to add a whole new uh, level of pride in our community. I, I agree with you. You mentioned earlier that we have a, a number of neighborhoods that we've talked to and tried to address the infrastructure needs. How do you go about choosing? I know you have an engineering group working with you, but how, how do they go about choosing what neighborhoods, what streets would be, uh, what sidewalks will be addressed in any given year? So with respect to the streets, we have a, a rating system, and this is a, a nationally accepted process, a rating system called PESA. Um, what we do is we rate every one of our street segments on a three-year rotating cycle, and we identify the worst ones. Uh, they're mapped on GIS, so we can look at the neighborhoods. If we, if we use a neighborhood as a, uh, as, a, as a group, then we can figure out which neighborhoods have the worst rated streets in the city. And we use that, and I perform some statistical analysis to figure out, you know, based on different parameters, which neighborhoods we should be investing in, based on, uh, you know, the standard deviations and the means and the and the modes of where those PACER ratings fall, and we try to we, we try to be um, represent every every area of the city equally every year, try to pick a pick the worst rated. Um, um, streets by neighborhood in each district and invest in them and um, sometimes uh, the funding falls exactly right and we can pick the worst sometimes we end up spending 25 million dollars on five uh, five neighborhoods and then we have to pick a the second worst rate mm -hmm. because that's the one that has a that fits the next budget so it, it's it's a it's a challenging process but i think we uh we have uh, um, done a pretty good job since 2014 of addressing a lot of the major neighborhood concerns and I tell my staff about this all the time it's never the engineering it's always the funding if we had more money we could do more work uh, and that's it's, it's all about access to capital Absolutely, <laughs> access to capital yes well are there any special projects this coming summer that perhaps we have talked about on a number of occasions that the public, listening public, might be interested in knowing that we're going to be addressing this year? Yes. Um, so just to give a little background about the city, uh, if you look at a map of the city of Fort Wayne from about 30, 40 years ago, every major thoroughfare we have inside the city used to be a state highway. And they were designed as state highways. They were not designed for urban streets. So it's been a challenge for us to go back and retrofit some of these cities to become urban streets by adding those um, amenities that make up an urban street. Uh, a, a rural street highway would have an open drainage system, which mm -hmm. is ditches, side ditches. So urban streets typically have curb and gutter with storm sewers. Mm -hmm. um, a highway system does not have sidewalk right. infrastructure, mm -hmm. urban streets do. Highways don't usually have street lights, and if they do, they are uh, very um, uh, tall, widely spaced, mm -hmm. and they illuminate only certain areas. Uh, in urban streets, we have a lot better illumination system. So one of the projects that we are going to be working on this year is the Goshen uh -huh. Road project. Right. Uh, that was an old highway. It was, it was uh, the old Lincoln Highway, wasn't yes, it? Yes. yes. 
uh, US 3033 was along the Road Corridor. Um, it is cu currently it is fully built up, fully developed. There's a lot of residential neighborhoods off of Goshen Road. It's also home to one of the um, entryway to one of the largest attractions in the city, which right. is the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo as right. well as uh, Frankie Park. So it was very important for us to make sure that this is now designed as an urban street. And we are doing that in phases, starting at Coliseum Boulevard and coming all the way down to State Boulevard. We figured we needed to do it in phases because it's too long to be done right. in one season. So the first phase is going to be built this year. We are going to be bidding it this year in a few weeks. And that is from State up to Cambridge, uh, which is kind of the north um, north limit of the of the Gateway Plaza. Right. And it'll also include a uh, um, an intersection improvement at the five points. Oh, where, right. Uh, That's going to be a, a roundabout. It's going to be a roundabout. And we looked at a lot of different options for that intersection. We felt the roundabout was most appropriate because it is a five-legged intersection. Right. And, in fact, the fifth leg is Lillian Avenue, and it is it was converted to one way going away from the intersection primarily because Correct. of challenges trying to signalize it right so will that be changed back to two-way it will be yes I'll be, be darn two-way two-way street I'll be darn so I was of the assumption that we were going to go from the the five points area or the new roundabout uh, west to Cambridge but you're actually going to go from state yes all the way so yes. will State Street be widened there um, we the, the section of Goshen that is south of uh, south of Five Points, most of it is has already been um, improved okay. to an urban street. Okay. It does have the curb and gutter. It does have uh, it does have some storm sewer storm sewer in there. Uh, some of the things that we are going to do to upgrade it is put in the new decorative street lighting and oh, some, yeah, some landscaping. Nice. And you can do sidewalks uh, on both sides. Yes, that's, that's phenomenal. Sides. Yes. That's going to be phenomenal. Yes. And then eventually, depending upon the ability of the Parks Department to move their initiatives forward, there might uh, ultimately be a new entrance into Franke Park off of Goshen Road as well, maybe just a little bit west of Cambridge, right, right in that area. Yes. So we have a lot of work that's going to yes. be happening in the Franke Park and in, on Goshen Road, uh, all the way from State, ultimately to, to Goshen. Eventually or, excuse to me, to Coliseum. Yes. Yes. Right. Wow. Unbelievable. There's no question I could I could spend a long time talking to you about the, the, the various needs and, and wants and, and desires and dreams of our city as it pertains to infrastructure. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Sean, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Uh, as a reminder to our listeners, if you'd like to see the entire list of street, alley, sidewalk, and neighborhood projects, please visit our website at City of Fort Wayne, all one word, cityoffortwayne.org backslash invest. I appreciate you joining us today for a conversation on all the exciting momentum that we're experiencing in Fort Wayne. That's all for now. So this is Mayor Tom Henry. Have a great day.